Hi everyone, we're back with another episode of Star Trekking. Joining me, as always, is the co-captain, uh, yeah, co-captain. Well, co-captain, Yeah, nice. whatever. Um, it's John Boise. How you doing, John? Doing great, Mike. Doing great. All right, excellent. Well, we thought we'd chime in here with our thoughts on the new Star Trek movie, which we just saw, Star Trek Beyond. So, without further ado, John. Did you like the movie? I did. Um, the new movies are, I, I think, especially in the Star Trek space, I, I think the new movies are, you either love them or you hate them. I, I, I find the films, I don't know if they're really divisive, but they draw strong emotions from <laughs> from I, I guess from from everybody, it, it's there's no middle grounds either. You really love them, or you just you really just can't stand them. And being a huge Trek fan, I remember when the first, the 2009 movie came out, J.J. Abrams' first you know reboot movie. I there are a lot of people that were kind of looking to me for Trek guidance. What does John think of the movie? What will John... What, what, Can what? I like this movie, John? Yes, exactly. What wisdom will John dispense upon seeing this film? And I, I have to admit, I too was was very apprehensive about the film. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was in the sort of like sacrilege camp uh, for attempting to, the, to do this uh, because I, I remember that there were some interviews with Roddenberry uh, back in the day. I think it was shortly before he, he died where there were some comments made about, you know, you know, maybe the possibilities of rebooting this show or something like that and just taking it in some different directions. So I remember seeing it. And, you know, once you get past some of the shocks, like, oh, Vulcan being destroyed, which, by the way, um, that, yeah, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I'm sorry, that's not a spoiler. It's, it was 2009. <laughs> yeah, come on, catch up with the rest of us, okay? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, other things like, oh, the, the nice, you know, scene where Kirk's, you know, watching Enterprise being built in Iowa, which I'm like, no, that just, no. <laughs> you, you know, you build ship, the things that big you build in space, that just doesn't make any sense. It makes for a nice scene, but right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. so I, I just kind of let that go. But I have to say, I really did enjoy uh, that movie. And I think the reason that made it work so well is they found people to take these characters over and in new direction. They, they cast it beautifully. And you were, you know, you're just like, yeah, you, you were like, OK, I'm, I'm along for this ride. I, I still think Carl Urban as Dr. McCoy is that is my favorite. He I'm, absolutely kills it, John. Yeah, I he, he agree does, totally. Just in all three movies, he's absolutely great. So coming in, you know, get that the first 2009 movie into darkness, which we'll talk about that in another podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to this one. Um <laughs> I again, I, I was a little nervous when J.J. Abrams stepped down to run off to do Star Wars. And I'm like, hey, you know, good for him. That's great. Traitor. Um, and then they, <laughs> they turn it over to Justin Lin. And I'm like, oh, but he did the Fast and the Furious. I'm like, no, no, yeah. it's going to be drifting in space, which is actually <laughs> not that hard to do because I mean, enterprise drifting. Yeah. Right. But then, you know, you see the interviews with him and he's like, yeah, when I, when I came to this country, I was a huge, I was the only Trek nerd in my group of fans. I'm like, okay, I'm all right with him. Then if he's the Trek nerd, go. Well, willing to give this a shot. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, Star Trek Beyond, I, I liked the movie. It, the, the 
camaraderie. Everybody got their little kind of moment in the sun. Spock and McCoy were dead on. I, I mean, I, I liked where everything going. I'm a little just I'm getting a little tired of the oh, let's destroy the Enterprise again. It's like for the flagship of the Federation, that ship really does get the hell beat out of it. <laughs> yes, it's it like does. after a while, it's like, really, guys, yeah. come on. It's like, where are there no shields on this thing at all? But um, I, I really, I did, it did. It felt like, you know, as like we're reviewing these original series episodes, it felt like an original series episode, but not in a bad way. There was that. Right, right. It, it just it kept moving. I know a lot of people that I talked to said, oh, it was, it was just like, it was kind of frantic. It just kept going and going and going. There was no downtime. And I, I'm like, I, I disagree. I thought there was some time where it kind of, kind of went down a little bit and then it kind of picked up. And there, there are some things about the movie I, I would have maybe liked a little bit better, a little more exposition on on, on the bad guy on crawl, I think that might have helped a little bit. There were there were a few low, low spots, but overall, I, I really I really enjoyed where they were going with this movie, and I yeah I, I did I liked it. It was Excellent. it was it was a, it was, it was a, it was a fun yeah. ride, and you gotta like the little nods they threw in there to the original series. That oh, was, a- absolutely that that end with the with the picture of the original cast showing Spock. Hey, oh hey, spoilers. Uh, apparently Leonard Nimoy died. Okay, so Wait, what? Yeah. Um, what? Sorry, John. It, did you see the end credits where it said for Leonard? It well, wasn't. Just, it was. I just thought they really, really we'll, liked him. We'll, we'll <laughs> be. We'll be back in a moment, John. Oh God. John's gonna eat a Cheeto. <laughs> um, any, anyway, um, I I liked it too, and I couldn't agree with you more, John. The this current movie it does feel the most like an episode and to to that um i i have seen reviews where it's it's too frantic as you as you mentioned where people there's just so much going on there should be a little more exposition like a classic star trek episode but then again that's not really what a science fiction movie in 2016 needs to be. I agree. And when the first reboot Star Trek came out, I, I, I think I put in a review that this is not, dear Star Trek fans, this is not your Star Trek anymore. This belongs to everyone who likes an action movie. This is, this is for everybody, and your club is now desegregated. Yeah. So, so you better get used to yeah. it because this is going to keep happening. That's right. And, the basement and, door is open. Right. We've pulled open the blinds. <laughs> We're letting some light in. And, and the cool kids are coming over. Exactly. Um, so, so that I, I think that's they sort of wanted to continue that in the second one, but they got you know they got bogged down with the whole. Here's another spoiler. You know, con reboot thing which probably was a misstep but again more on that later yeah but (laughs) definitely with this one it's a fun movie from the first shot to the last shot and i I don't remember being bored at all no uh i enjoyed it so so yeah a a big vulcan salute for me too i i guess hey that should be our like review meter you know <laughs> one one through five vulcan live long prosper signs i like it uh, yeah there you go and it, you know, and I'm, i i want to speak a little bit about the people who are worried that trek is not being philosophical enough or intelligent enough and 
Yeah, and I guess for me, I always we're because we are to a, we're we were always spoiled to a point with the at least the original six movies. They were based on the TV show. We always had the TV show that did, in my opinion, what I would call the heavy philosophical lifting. They would tackle the storylines there. You know, the you know whether it was we're dealing with you know like the big interracial kiss at the time, stuff like that. The the topics that you know you couldn't get on on normal TV at the at the time during the time period. Um, and the movies, well, yeah, they, they became more character-driven and, you know, you know, Star Trek IV, which, by the way, Star Trek Beyond reminded me very much of Star Trek IV in approachability. It had that, like, anybody could kind of come right. into this and you'll be fine, even with the, the, the nods to the original series. But for me, I'm like, you know, we've got another Star Trek show coming up, which is something we might have to address here. Yeah, we probably <laughs> and, should. Um, I, I'm like I'm I'm okay. I, I would okay. I'll admit I, I was hoping it would be a little, maybe a little meatier. You know, maybe intelligence wise. I'm not talking Interstellar, which I loved. You know, maybe maybe I, I would like would like to see a, a Star Trek film that tackles some sort of high concept. Maybe not the motion picture, but something along that line. But you know, I'm okay with that. But I, I was I was the kind of person that was like, let's let the TV show handle that heavy lifting yeah. the big ideas because you've got time to develop those and you can build that over time and the movies like you said you got two hours you know you're yeah. in you're out I mean we got to make a decision you're, you're here. spending a lot of money yeah to get people in the theaters to entertain them you don't you don't necessarily want them to and this is gonna sound bad to have to think about the whole movie <laughs> you, well. you you can you can creep that in there you know but yeah it, it's harder and maybe Maybe the new series will will um, tackle that. I mean, who knows? Only only time will tell. I mean, yeah. it's not like we have a, a, a guardian that we can jump through and um, go see what's going on. No, actually, I think I have one in the garage. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. when it when yeah, it came it's in, it's powered yeah. down right now. But right. I, I well, just I mean, you know, you got to conserve energy. Well, I got a car battery yeah. out there. We'll just hook yeah. it up and you know, okay. cover jump cables and all right, yeah, hey. can have some fun. Play with the time this, stream a little bit. This is all true, people. This is not... We're not kidding. So, <laughs> so anyway... That you know. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway... Uh, four Vulcan symbols for me. Yep. I, yeah. Okay. It's, not, it's not perfect. There are some issues, but highly enjoyable. Yeah. I, I, the, the truck is in good hands. So, so, if we ruined anything for anybody uh, in, in terms of, you know letting on that Leonard Nimoy had passed away. Um, we're sorry. Yeah. Um, please accept our apologies. Indeed. And and I hope you'll accept my apology, John, for laying that on you. I, I, I had no idea that you lived under a rock. Uh, anyway. No, no, um, no. He's in, he's in a black torpedo out in the woods somewhere. It's going <laughs> to respawn. That's a, that's a reference, people. Yeah. If, if you don't know... What that's in reference to, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. It, 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 yeah. That's a distinct possibility. Anyway, before we sign off on this episode, should we talk about um, Star Trek Discovery? I assume you've seen the, the trailer, <laughs> which is basically footage mm-hmm. of, it's test footage of the new ship. For the new series that's going to be premiering in 2017? Ah, stand up, stand by, shields up, stand by for Uh-oh. that. 
<laughs> oh, boy. Okay, and John's going to talk, I'll say before he talks, it, it, too soon to tell for me, the ship, really, you know, whatever. It, it's, a, it's a littler ship. I, I don't know why it couldn't look more like regular starships, but it, I give it over to John. Okay, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, let's get ready to rant. Okay, so I saw the Star Trek Discovery footage that they released at San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. You I, can find that on YouTube, yeah. probably. Uh, or just tell Siri. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She'll I, find it. Don't be fooled, people. This is somebody trying to pull the wool over our eyes. The first thing that I noticed in that footage was that, and, okay, I'm going hard hardcore Trek nerd here. Okay, that looked like Ralph McQuarrie, the production artist on the first three Star Wars movies, he was tasked with doing um, some conceptual artwork when Star Trek was, this is before the motion picture, Star Trek Phase 2, when Paramount was going to debut a fourth network. This is way before the UPN, you know, came out in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, this was something that was going to be done. They were going to start a new a new uh, channel here, a new network, and Star Trek Phase 2 was going to be the, the flagship show. Ralph McQuarrie had been approached to do some conceptual artwork for this. Um, uh, there was a, was it Planet of the Titans, I think, was something along that line. But the ship that you see in Star, Star Trek Discovery looks suspiciously like that reimagining of the original series Enterprise down to the asteroid star base that's in his drawings. So the first thing that I see when I see this footage, I'm like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. Of course, run to the library computer and sift through all the myriad of materials that I have devoted to this show, which takes up a lot of room in my basement, probably way more than it should. And it looks exactly like that. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm a little ranty here because I'm like, okay, I know that the show is going to, is supposed to take place after Star Trek Six, or they they've established that it's, it could. So I'm not sure where this thing is is falling in the timeline here. I think it it's too early to tell. Okay. But they're not fooling anybody. They're not fooling me. And and, and I've and we're in the prime. I see with the Kelvin timeline, the J.J. Abrams movies, we can excuse the changes that they made to you know technology, ship design, stuff like that. We're in the prime timeline here. Okay, yeah, all bets are off, and I'm going to be very very persnickety about what comes out design wise, costumes, uniforms, ship design, and right now. Yeah, I'm not real happy with this. I, it's like I don't know who they think they're trying to fool here. No. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I, w- I was excited when I saw. Oh, this footage. I'm gonna look at. It, I'm like, eh, wait, no, no, no. So yeah, I'm. I'm already a little grumbly. Okay. You don't think maybe it's just Brian Fuller saying, "Hey, look, I'm steeped in history of Trek. We're going. We're going back to this to get away from." All those crazy next generation Voyager ships. No, you're not buying it. I'm not buying no. any of this. I, no, you'll be this, you'll be happy if the ship is destroyed in the first five minutes and they get a new ship. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I, I, hey, nothing against Ralph McQuarrie. That guy was a genius. The work that he done in Star Wars is amazing. Set the set the guidelines for just a wonderful universe. 
I was never a big fan of his stuff for Star Trek Phase 2. The stuff that he did just didn't... It, the changes that they made, that he made to the Enterprise were just... I don't know. They were they looked like it, but I, I don't know. They were they were angular, and, and especially when you compare it to um, Jeffrey's work on Star Trek Phase Two, when he took his original design of the Enterprise and it, what he came up with, which is very similar to what became the refit Enterprise in the motion picture. There's no comparison. His the the work that they did for the refit Enterprise is just a thing of beauty. His, Ralph McQuarrie's was just ugh, and I. That's the first thing that I saw when I saw that. I'm like, no, I, I'm not. Yeah. And, and I think they have to be very careful. I don't envy CBS right now with this show because they're playing in the prime timeline. And yeah, this is where all the nerd rage is about ready. You know, you have to be very careful. You know, the, the nerd rage against the <laughs> Kelvin timeline. Don't. They could just sit there and go, it's our timeline. It's different. What are you going to do? And then you're like, well, oh, okay, you're not replacing the original. All right, fine. You go play in your Kelvin timeline. I still have my original, but we're back in the original timeline. They have to be very careful. Don't want to poke that sleeping yeah. Gorn. That That's just, you want to leave it. <laughs> leave leave sleeping Gorn's lie. Exactly. Yes, yeah, okay. you should. You should. Absolutely. Well, on, on that note, I think we just about... um exhausted what we want to say about the <laughs> Star Trek Discovery trailer and also on Star Trek Beyond. Hopefully y'all get out and see that movie and well download or watch the Discovery trailer online and yeah. let us know what you think. Are you as angry as John? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to re rewatch it, you know? I, I it could bother me too. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll see you in another episode, and uh, this is uh, Captain Mike saying good day. Go, Captain John. Live long and prosper. <laughs> oh yeah, dumbass me. Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs>